It is zero hour thirty, Universal Time. And here is the news in special English. South African President Jacob Zuma says Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi has accepted its plan for a ceasefire with rebels. Mr. Zuma is leading an African Union negotiating team in talks in Tripoli. The terms of the AU ceasefire plan are still unclear. However, the AU leaders did ask NATO to stop airstrikes against the Libyan government. Libyan opposition leaders have said they will accept nothing less than an end to Mr. Gaddafi's rule. But Libyan officials continue to say he will not resign. Mr. Zuma and three other African leaders met with Mr. Gaddafi for several hours. Mr. Zuma said the AU team will also present its plan to opposition leaders in the rebel-held city of Benghazi. Also Monday, NATO airstrikes appear to have forced government forces out of the eastern city of Ajdabiya. United Nations and French forces have launched new attacks on the home of Ivorian President Laurent Gbagbo in Abidjan. A UN official says helicopters fired on the presidential home Sunday. UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon said the attack is designed to stop forces loyal to Mr. Gbagbo from using heavy weapons against civilians and peacekeepers. Mr. Bond says Mr. Bogbo must surrender power immediately. Mr. Bogbo lost the Ivorian presidential election in November, but he has refused to surrender power to the winner, Alassane Ouattara. The UN and many individual countries have recognized Mr. Ouattara as the new leader. Egypt's government lawyer has called on former leader Hosni Mubarak to answer questions about the killing of protesters and the misuse of public money. A statement from the lawyer says Mr. Mubarak's sons, Gamal and Allah, are also being called in for questioning. Earlier Sunday, Mr. Mubarak denied corruption charges. He said he would use his legal rights to defend his and his family's honor. Mr. Mubarak's comments were broadcast by Al-Arabiya News Sunday. This was the first time the former leader had spoken publicly since he was forced to resign in February. He said he is willing to cooperate with officials investigating his wealth. Mr. Mubarak added that he does not have any foreign bank accounts or large properties in other countries. Reports say Syrian security forces have killed four protesters and wounded many others in the coastal city of Benias. 
Witnesses say hundreds of demonstrators had gathered near a Muslim religious center. The reports could not be independently confirmed, as the Syrian government has severely restricted the activities of reporters. The government says armed groups are to blame for the violence. Syrian officials have promised to crush any unrest. Earlier Sunday, witnesses said government supporters in cars had fired at a group of people guarding a Sunni religious center in Baniyas. Five people were wounded. Anti-government demonstrations began three weeks ago in Syria. State media reports President Bashar al-Assad saying the country is on its way to full reforms. Foreign ministers of the Gulf Cooperation Council have urged the President of Yemen to surrender power to the Vice President. The GCC foreign ministers met in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. They spoke as tens of thousands of people demonstrated in Yemen's capital, Sana'a, to demand the resignation of President Ali Abdullah Saleh. The Gulf Cooperation Council called for talks between Yemen's government and opposition leaders based on Mr. Saleh's resignation. The GCC also called for the creation of a national unity government led by the opposition. It would prepare the country for reforms and new elections. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Peruvian opposition candidate Ollanta Umala is leading in Peru's presidential election. However, studies suggest he will not win enough votes to avoid a second election. Congresswoman Keiko Fujimori and economics expert Pedro Pablo Kuczynski are in a close competition for second place. The first and second place winner will face each other in a final election on June 5th. China's government has published a report on the United States human rights record. The report says the American government abuses the privacy of its citizens, limits freedoms, and uses torture to get admissions of guilt from crime suspects. The report says that racial and minority discrimination is also widespread in the United States. And the report says that people are often wrongly imprisoned. The report followed criticism from the United States and other governments about China's recent arrests of human rights activists. Several thousand Japanese demonstrated in Tokyo Sunday to protest nuclear power.
A month ago, two natural disasters caused a nuclear crisis in the country. Demonstrators marched past the Japanese ministry that supervises nuclear power. They also marched by headquarters of Tokyo Electric Power. That is the company that owns the severely damaged Fukushima Daiichi nuclear station. Earlier, Prime Minister Naoto Kan again visited the disaster area. He promised people there that the government will do whatever it can to help them. A bomb explosion has killed three Afghan tribal leaders in Farah province. Officials say the men were driving to a meeting at the time. They were to talk with other leaders and villagers about peace and future projects. Afghan President Hamid Karzai and a NATO spokesman condemned the attack. Separately, a NATO soldier was killed Sunday in the north during a rebel attack. Here again is the major news. South African President Jacob Zuma says Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi has accepted a plan for a ceasefire with rebels. United Nations and French forces have launched new attacks on the home of Ivorian President Laurent Gbagbo in Abidjan. And in Peru, opposition candidate Ollanta Umala is leading in the nation's presidential election. And that's the news in VOA Special English.